Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Who La La, a Doctor Who podcast. I'm Sam, and joining me today is not my best friend Alistair. It is the one and only, my other best friend Ellie. Hello. <laughs> um, so as you can tell, Alistair isn't with us this week. The, the cosmic stars weren't aligning, but joining me in the TARDIS is my oldest friend, Ellie. She has known me since I was a wee 11 years old. Um, year seven. Year seven. And we've we've gone through thick. We've gone through thin. Gone through all sorts of shapes and sizes. <laughs> um, and one thing that we've always had in common is that we have an affinity for Doctor Who and the Hooniverse. We, we grew up with it, didn't we? I feel like that was our unifying trait. I think so. It was definitely like when you're sitting across from that kid in the class and you're like, I don't know anyone. I don't know what I'm going to do. I think it was German class where we first met each other. Yeah, Frau D***. Frau D***. Oh, I, I don't think she's listened to this, but what a bitch. Um, well, she wasn't that bad. She was misunderstood. Because she was speaking German the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, and yeah, I think uh, genuinely, I think one of the things that connected us as like 11, 12 year olds was the fact that we both had like a love for Doctor Who. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. We sat next to each other on the bus and it came up. Yeah, probably. I mean, it was very much, I think, so that would have been sort of like 2008, yeah. nine. Yeah. 2008, nine. And I think that, you know, David Tennant was just going out. Um, Matt Smith was coming in. We were all going through changes together. Yeah. I mean... I don't even remember talking to you about Doctor Who. I just remember being in your bedroom when we were like kids and just like being <laughs> the museum with this absolute collection. I It's so funny looking back on it. I don't know if I like had a lot of confidence there as a kid or I just was really tone deaf. But my room, I mean, me and Alistair have talked about it before, but my room was a Doctor Who museum. I think you can yeah. attest to this. Like. It was... Uh, it was fanatic. Completely. It was, it was a lot of posters, a lot of figures, a lot of... Model, TARDIS, canine. Exactly. All and the DVDs, all the books. Li- oh my God, I had a full bookshelf. And I don't ever remember feeling shame, like inviting people into that. Like, do you know what I mean? Like inviting people into that setting. I, I was never like, oh, is this too much Doctor Who stuff? I was just like... <laughs> Come into it was the definitely lair. too much Doctor Who stuff. <laughs> I was just like, come into the lair. And like, <laughs> just like, no, but I think like we just quite quickly, I again, I don't specifically remember like us talking about it and being like, ah, oh, we have the shared interest. It was yeah. just kind of thing we both knew we liked. Yeah. And ages ago, I can't remember if I've spoken about this on the podcast or not. We were in English class together and we got tasked with writing a poem. Oh my God, it's so embarrassing. It's so funny. And um, we were like, do you know what would be really cool? and really funny <laughs> is um sorry if you hear any surfing we do have a glass of wine while we're having this Cheers. quiet intimate chat with you <laughs> we were like it'd be really funny if we tried to put as many doctor who references in this poem as we can and <laughs> we wrote like better a broken heart than no heart at all and like which was a quote from the 11th doctor no yeah 11th the 11th doctor, doctor it was a christmas carol. talking about rose yeah and we were all like oh my god it's like talking about rose yeah and i just remember we laid it on thick. It was mm-hmm. so obviously about, it was a Doctor Who fan fiction poem. And <laughs> like one of our friends came up to us afterwards and was like, was that about Doctor Who? We were like, no. No, <laughs> <laughs> we were like, no it's about love. <laughs> but we were so, I have this memory and, and photos, but they shan't be, they shan't be released from the vault of um, God, no. the fancy dress party we went to. It was a Halloween party when we were like, I don't know, 14 or 15 or something. And Ellie, it had an amazing 11th Doctor cosplay. It was inc- it was incredible. I wouldn't use those words. I would. I think I was the Joker. I was the most basic costume that year. I should have got. Oh, I should have gone as Amy Pond. 
Yeah, that would have been amazing. That would have been amazing. But um, I had this really awful haircut. <laughs> <laughs> but it really suited the character, like the Matt Smith kind of like I mean, yeah, flop. It was like it was just Justin Bieber hair. Yeah. It really was. Really short. Pixie cuts were really in in like 2013, weren't they? Yeah, it was all like Frankie from, um, oh, what's that band? Which one? Oh, the Veronicas. Frankie Frankie from from the the Veronicas. That was the whole big thing. Very that. How did you find growing up as a Doctor Who fan? When did you you start watching Doctor Who? Was it like when the revival came on? Did something your parents told you about? I remember we had just moved into our new flat. Because I lived in London and we moved to the countryside. Mm. And my dad was tuning the TV as we were moving into our new house. And it was Saturday evening and we, he saw on BBC One on the guide that Doctor Who was on. And he was, you know, grew up with Doctor Who and he was like, oh, this is a show I used to watch as a kid. And he put it on, it was halfway through the episode and it was one of the ninth Doctor episodes when they are, I think it's the second one. The one where they're in space, end of the world. Yeah, Yeah, it's the end of the world one. It's the tree lady setting (laughs) on fire. And he realised, oh, they've made they've renewed it. Because we were completely oblivious to trailers at the time, apparently. (laughs) And I remember just being like horrified and terrified and thinking, what the fuck did I just watch? (laughs) But also being like, I want to watch the next episode. Yeah, no, exactly. Did you ever see after the fact the trailer of Rose where she's like, I've got a choice. Stay here with my mum, my dad, my boyfriend. Well, not dad. Dad was dead by that point. <laughs> uh, and so, oh, oh, chuck it all in for danger. <laughs> I never saw that as a kid. I somehow missed it, but I've seen it in latter years that, yeah. as a meme and I've just died. It's I, so funny. I don't ever remember seeing it on TV. I feel like, I mean, like the internet wasn't really a thing then. And I feel like we only ever really saw ads if you were lucky enough to like see it. I was on CBBC or... Disney exactly. Channel, or whatever else. I wasn't watching BBC, BBC One. BBC One at six pm. <laughs> exactly. That was the news. <laughs> um, I, I remember going through. It would have been that first year of Chris Frogs, and I suddenly like really hard got into Doctor Who, yeah. and going on BBC.co.uk forward slash Doctor Who, and they had all these games and stuff, but they hadn't really updated the website to like be mm. like, oh, there's the new series. So it was all the like meet the seventh Doctor and like can the Zygons escape the blah, 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 blah. see. That's the difference between you and me because I had no idea I was just completely absorbing it as I mm. went and it was terrifying and I loved it yeah so I was just at that well we were both at that perfect age where it was like this is terrifying mm-hmm. that I believe it so I believable nightmares but mm-hmm. I'm gonna watch I'm, it anyway I'm gonna watch it anyway yeah I don't know about you I used to kind of I remember events in my life based on what Doctor Who episode was around at that time like I remember being like oh I know that was the day I went to the beach there because that was the day that I watched The Time of Angels or this that the other and I feel like it just kind of the show became me and Alistair have spoken about it before but like would you call yourself a Doctor Who kid like were you the Doctor Who kid? I think so Mm. I mean I wrote my fair share of fan fiction about it back in the day it was embarrassing I mean I remember going on a holiday to Cornwall when I was in year six and before we met Mm -hmm. that is big way way back many centuries ago yeah I can't even imagine before we met but in year six going to Land's End Mm -hmm. and going to the Doctor Who experience thing and I think we have discussed this before because I think we both went because there was like kind of a Doctor Who experience thing and you went in it was all like the silicone I went to the one in London it would have been like 2012 or something it wouldn't be maybe I'm mixing up the dates but I 
definitely remember there, writing a little year, like entering year six report and talking about how I we went there. You probably did go, like there was the ones, um, me and Arthur a few episodes were talking about experiences and stuff. And there was like, that. there was one in Blackpool. There was, um, I think one in Brighton maybe. Like there, there were quite a few, like not so much experiences, but like exhibitions where they had the models and the costumes and the this yeah. and the that. I really wanted to my parents were like we are not driving to wales or something like that to go in so you can look at docky who <laughs> like yeah. they put their foot down but i did go to the london one which was at the like trading exhibition or something like that and that was the one where you like you i think you went to that one didn't you where you like walk in through a crack in the wall and you're like oh we're in the tardis and i don't know if you ever... think so yeah oh yeah so long ago now no well, i mean the last thing we did was the Doctor Who experience. We did. So we recently went to the time fracture experience. Me and Ellie actually went for the first time together. Me and Asta and my boyfriend then went later, but it was a, a drunken night where we were talking about Doctor Who and we were like, oh, let's just, you know, let's have a look how much tickets are. And they think they were maybe like 50 quid or something at the time. This is before they cheapened them because no one was going. Um, and we were just like, do you know what? Let's just do it. Let's go bite the bullet. And I remember, do you remember being told off right at the beginning? Cause we were taking a selfie in the like walk-in bit at the beginning. And someone was like, put your phone away. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I just remember it all being very intense and I was so hungover. <gasps> I forgot about oh, that. I was like category five. <laughs> hungover. So bad. Mm, but oh. I really enjoy, I feel like you were so hungover when you arrived and then it was all very, exhilarating and thrilling and like pay attention to me and do this and this and this that you kind of like adrenaline rush yeah Yeah. and you kind of like this the hangover kind of subsided and you're like wow that was great and then we walked out and you suddenly were like "Ooh, queasy (laughs) i am on the edge (laughs) (laughs) um but i remember when we went to that because we didn't really i think they needed to explain it better they just kind of like threw you and they were like hey go do whatever you want whereas like so when i went with alistair later i kind of like followed one storyline and you kind of got to see everything they walk you through everything whereas we were like let's jump here let's jump here just up here and then we came out of it and i think you thought the same that it was like we didn't really have a single so we didn't see enough stuff yeah it felt really jumbled i Mm. mean i enjoyed it in a lot of ways but you're right as far as the story went i feel like we missed out on a lot because we were desperate to try and fit everything in mm-hmm. and we just it's difficult to do that kind of thing like, i can't imagine mm-hmm. no exactly and i also think it was a weird time for us as like consumers of doctor who media because both of us it definitely like drifted away from doctor who i think as we like got into our later yeah. teens it was definitely more of a romantic trip to the past 10 year old versions of ourselves mm. yeah. we're like we live in london now we have grown up money let's go treat ourselves and do something yeah. fun i remember like meeting a few of the new characters and i had no idea who they were and you're mm. kind of like quickly like saying this is this guy he's from season <laughs> da, 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 da. and i was like oh okay <laughs> there's, there's a bit where there's the kablam man and he was in i think jodie whittaker's first season like season yeah. i think it's 11 i want to say and she's like well it's the kablam man and you were like who is this and robot? Everyone else was like, "Oh my days!" Like <laughs> I'm just like, "Uh, where's the Dalek?" <laughs> yeah, literally, we're like, we're like, I want the Weeping Angels. I want the Daleks. I want the Cybermen. Uh, Who's your favorite monster? Who's your favorite like alien? Um, ah, uh, well, I know it's off the cuff. That is tricky. I mean, I'm thinking about the first season mm-hmm. of the revival. Yeah, and 
the scariest was Empty Child. Oh, fully. Which is the episode I wanted to do with I, you because so, that was my favorite episode. So we we when we started this podcast, Ali said to me, she was like, I really want to do the Empty Child episode with you. And then me and Asa just were on the roll of the podcast and we were like posting things on schedules and stuff. So we did it. And then a few weeks later, she was like, make sure you don't do the Empty Child one because I want to do that one with you. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, go, yeah, we'll meet up, we'll talk about it. And then I came on today and I was like, just, she was like, don't we need to watch the episode? And I was like, just so you know, we've done the Empty Child. Yeah, it was the Empty Child. That was the most harrowing episode for me in mm-hmm. all of Doctor Two, with the exception of maybe a little bit older, uh, The Waters of Mars. <gasps> that was terrifying. That was just like, I remember that because it was in the year where they only did like a few Doctor Two specials. And I think that one was, it was like going into autumn. And I remember watching it and I was just like, this is fucking scary. Like it was, it was the closest Doctor Who at the time had gone to like zombies, I think. Like yeah. with the cracked mouths and stuff. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was. Like, the idea of water being infected was so scary to me. Like, I, I remember being freaked out for the rest of the night. Have you seen any of The Last of Us? Not Doctor Who related, but have you seen any of The Last no, of Us? No, I haven't. I've watched my partner play it, <laughs> but I haven't seen it. The TV show, so I, I didn't play the game or anything, but the TV show, spoiler alert, I guess if you're not watching The Last of Us, you should, it's very good. You find out that there's this, I think, fungus that infects yeah, ants. Yeah, it's a fungus. Yeah, and they're like, oh, it can't affect humans, then it becomes, and they kind of like your body just becomes a host for this fungus and you start growing, your skin becomes like fungus. And that's a similar thing that I think of with like the waters of Mars where like there's a bacteria in the water that infects you Mm. and then you just become a walking water monster. I just remember that scene where it's this young woman and she's like trapped. She's trying to get away from Mm -hmm. water. She's trapped in a box and water can just get through anything Mm -hmm. and it just falls and drops on her cheeks and she's like, oh my God, I'm fucked. I remember. And that was terrifying. It's so scary. There's the bit where maybe talking about the same woman and she's backed against a wall in a room with one door and the door's covered in water already and she turns behind her there's a screen and she gets a video up of her daughter and she's just like leaning on the screen crying and suddenly she's hit by the shower and she's just crying 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 suddenly her whole body like convulses turns around and she's she's been taken it's so so scary so scary also what right did they have scaring children like that? <laughs> 7 p.m. on a Saturday. Literally, everyone was like, Doki Who's not been on in so long. Let's look forward to this nice... Set. Oh, no, harrowing. 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 It was also introducing uh, to the universe um, Gemma Chan. So many big actors and actresses have been in Doctor Who before they got really big. What is Gemma Chan? <laughs> okay, <laughs> well... <clears throat> I guess not for you. She is, She was in Captain Marvel. She was in The Eternals. She was in... Did you watch Humans on uh, Channel 4? <gasps> She's the robot girl. She's the robot girl. Bloody hell. But so many people... Um, in Evolution of the Daleks, Andrew Garfield was in it before was he got he? it. Mm-hmm. He's, he's he's a New Yorker and he talks like this and he's called... Um, I mean, that's every movie with Andrew Garfield. Oh my God, I'm Peter Parker. Oh, what was his name in that? I want to write, write a musical. <laughs> I'm going to call it Rent. <laughs> Oh my god, that's such a good movie. <laughs> um, Frank, I think his name wasn't that. Frank wasn't that. Like so many I'm people. Google that. Um, the guy from Get Out, he was in Doctor Who. Daniel Kaluuya. Daniel Kaluuya, he was, yeah, he was in Doctor Who. So many. And then like every so often they have a moment. Do you remember in the Army of Ghosts and Doomsday when all those ghosts are popping up and they put on EastEnders and Peggy Mitchell's there and she's like, oh, yeah. the only spirits I'm serving here are gin, whiskey and vodka. <laughs> 
Good for her. <laughs> Good for her. And then the doctor's like, um, so when did it start? And Jackie's like, well, first of all, Peggy hears a noise in the cellar. And he's like, no, I mean, worldwide, <laughs> this pandemic. So they I really dealt with that pandemic well. They were just like, yeah, this is happening. Meh. Meh. I feel like. So me and I talk about this a lot. We have to kind of separate ourselves from the nostalgia of like Russell T Davies, Doctor Who, like yeah. Grace Ferguson, David Tennant, because that's just what we grew up with. How did you find it when you were a kid? Because I feel like we all kind of accepted Chris Ferguson changing to David Tennant because it had just happened. It was new. We also didn't have that long with Chris Ferguson. So we, I think we all kind of yeah. rolled the punches. How did you find it when David Tennant regenerated into Matt Smith? I mean, at first I was utterly betrayed by the BBC. <laughs> I felt <laughs> devastated. Yeah. But then I don't know. I was also at that funny age still. I was like 11 or 12 or something. And I was yeah. like, oh, okay. Attractive man on my screen and I'm, and he's a bit younger. Mm-hmm. Still, he was the youngest doctor at the time. way inappropriately older than me, but nevertheless, I was like, oh, oh. I definitely had a crush on Matt Smith and... Me too. Yeah. I think we were also, everyone talks about this, that it was the era of Tumblr pushing Super Hulock. <gasps> you I were very much a Super Very yeah. much invested in that. I wasn't into uh, Supernatural at all. But Sherlock and Doctor. You got me into Sherlock. You were the one who told me I need to start watching Sherlock. Yeah. I was absolutely a victim of those phantoms. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this thing. It was so mean. And someone tweeted recently and they were like, Tumblr really convinced us these men were hot. And it was Benedict Cumberbatch and Matt Smith. And I was like, <laughs> that's so I cruel. Mean, that's the thing. Matt Smith, he is not conventionally handsome. Oh, he's in so many hot. Ways. Yeah. But in some, I think it's his confidence. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people would feel that way about after House of Dragons as well. Mm. That he's like, he's a really unlikable character in House of Dragons. But you can't help but like him. Yeah. In a weird way. Like, I don't find him attractive at all anymore. Like when I look at him, but I'm still like, ooh. Something about Something. him. I don't know. Would you want him to come back for the 60th? Yeah. Yeah. I think if he came back for the 60th, I would be 90% more inclined to watch. Well, I mean, let's talk about it for a bit because I think, like like we said, both of us kind of drifted away from Doctor Who. I think I definitely, I found my feet I again. I think me more than you. Yeah, I think, because you, you, you sort of stopped watching around Peter Capaldi, was it? Yeah, I started watching Peter Capaldi and I was just like, I don't know. I think I just lost steam with it. I was... Mm. I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, I just grew out of it. Yeah. But I'm still very fond of it. I, I watched his era and then I drifted off towards the end of his and towards the beginning of Jodie Whittaker's um, and then sort of jumped back on the train during her era. But mm. you, I think, were quite excited when I spoke to you because you don't really hear Doctor Who news beyond me when we meet up being like, have you heard this? Yeah. How excited were you as someone who's not really involved in Doctor Who at the moment when you heard that like Russell T Davies was coming back and David Tennant was going to do a special on Catherine Tate? Like, did that engage you? Were you like, oh, that's fun? Or were you like, I have to watch this? Like, how were you? How did you find it? Oh, no, definitely. I was interested. Peaked my curiosity. <laughs> Peaked your curiosity. It did come now. I mean, when we watched that trailer together and it was, you know, Jodie Whittaker regenerating into David Tennant again, mm. I was gagged. Have you I seen? I was so excited. I was in, I mean, I never watched a single episode of Jodie Whittaker's Doctor Two. Sorry, Jodie. Love, Love you and bad. everything else. But I just didn't watch it. Yeah. I've grown it. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm 26 years old. Mm-hmm. No offence, Sam. No, that is thing. In, bitch. That's thing. I've grown up. I mean, I'm 26. <laughs> Sam? She called me an ugly bitch. <laughs> um, have you seen... Did you see the trailer that they released on Christmas Day for the specials with David Tennant? No. 
<laughs> okay, I'm gonna okay for the viewers' reference. I'm gonna quickly pause the recording and I'm gonna show Ellie because all you're listening, you've probably seen this the trailer for the upcoming sixth year specials with David Tennant and Catherine Tate. Okay, I'm gonna pause it now. And we're back. Um, Ellie, immediate thoughts. I'm just confused. <laughs> I'm excited, but I'm confused. What's got What's got you in a rut? What's got you confused? I'm just not sure why they're doing this. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm thrilled that they're doing this. <laughs> and I'm definitely going to be watching. Yeah. But I'm just like, how is this going to play in? Like, why tease us with David? Okay. No disrespect to the new Doctor. I'm really happy. Yeah. So from a story standpoint, we don't really know why it's regenerated back in David 10, but from a business and TV show front, I think they've realised that the viewing for Doctor Who has dwindled a lot compared to what it was. I'm going to give you a couple of facts. I don't know if you've heard, I don't know if you've listened to every episode of the podcast, but just in case, in case you missed it, I'll give you a couple of facts. In 2006, the finale of Doctor Who aired on the same day as the finals for the World Cup. And so on the Radio Times, they released two different alternative covers. One was full of Daleks and the other was full of Cybermen because it was the Daleks and Cybermen episode. And in the corner, there was a little football (laughs) because that was the bigger thing. And in 2008, at London Pride, they paused the London Pride celebrations so they could screen in Trafalgar Square the finale of Doctor Who because it was Journey's End with Series 4 with all the companions coming back in Davros because they knew that so many people at Pride would want to go home to watch the episode and they'd lose all those people. That's shocking. So during that era of Doctor Who, it really did have like a chokehold on cultural impact and I think Mm. that they've realised that the viewing for it is really dwindled and they say, okay, we've got this really big idea, so Shooty Cat was going to be the new Doctor and they've got all these big ideas but they worry that if they jump straight into that, they are going to miss out on being able to catch a lot of the casual viewers like yourself back because I genuinely seem like from what they're talking about it and how it looks, Shooty Cat series is going to be really, really good but they want to get people like you who loved it as a kid that have kind of drifted away from watching it back so they're saying okay if we bring back some fan favorites like david and Catherine tate we can have a few there's gonna be three specials with them we can have a few really fun stories with them back and it'll be fun to watch and then hopefully it will pique the interest of people who enjoy watching those so they carry on watching it and then continue enjoying watching shooty's series I think that's why they're doing it. But I also feel a bit bad for both David and Shooty because a lot of people have been saying that Shooty, he's he's like not getting the exposure he deserves because everyone's more excited about David Tennant coming back. But then on the flip side, I see like David Tennant is currently the Doctor. Jodie regenerated into David and he's going to be the Doctor throughout 2023. And, so are they going to yeah. have a whole season with David Tennant? Or is it just a couple? They're of doing three, I, th- I believe, three one-hour specials uh, in November. And then on Christmas <sighs> Day so long away i know it's because it's the 60th anniversary in november uh, but they're going to do it and then we're going to get our first ever since jodie whittaker came in christmas special with shooty gatwa the december. christmas special was such an institution a while ago like as a kid that was like okay presents queen speech christmas lunch doctor christmas special that as a was, kid, you cared about the Queen's Speech? No. That was, like, <laughs> that was my dad being like, oh, I'm going to watch the Queen's Speech. And then I'm like, okay, as long as it doesn't Run interfere. into Doctor Who. No, say, like, I think like you got excited because you doing the presents, you knew you were having a nice meal, and then I was like, and we've got Doctor Who to look forward to. And I think that with Jodie, they did them as New Year's special, so it wasn't even like it was that far off, but like having them on Christmas Day. Yeah. I, I agree, it's such an institution. And everyone's tuning in. Mm, everyone's watching. Everyone's watching it at the same time. Like, everyone... In the world of streaming, I don't, with any program, I don't care about watching it when it's on, like when it's live, because I know I can catch up with it on iPlayer, I can watch it on Netflix, or whatever. Like I don't ever care about watching something live, but something like Doctor Who, you know, it's going to be on at 7.30 on Christmas Day. 
yeah. everyone will be sat down at their TVs at 7.30 on Christmas Day to yeah. watch it. But yeah, so I think that's why they're doing it. But I'm just seeing the Doctor and Donna back together. Oh, oh, oh. I'm so excited. I hope nothing bad happens to Donna. Well, everyone's wondering because at the moment she can't remember the Doctor. And if she does, she'll die. Um, I'm sorry, but Sylvia's face and that. <laughs> when, I I laughed when we were watching it. It's when Donna goes like, "Oh, I feel like I had something lovely and it's gone." And Sylvia's face is just like, <laughs> like <laughs> "Don't say anything." Like, oh, this is all good. <laughs> and Johnny hasn't been cute. Um, so Bernard Cribbin sadly passed away last year, mm-hmm. but he recorded all of his scenes for this first. No. So the last thing Bernard Cribbins is ever going to be in will be the Doctor Christmas, the 60th specials. Oh, I'm so glad about that. I know. Bernard Cribbins. I love him. And I think he really would have... I can't believe he's dead. I mean, I know. he's old. He was old. But... He was old, but he's like your granddad. Like, he's yeah. just always there. And he was so... Yeah, bless him. He was just so sweet. And uh, he seemed just like really lovely when I hear about people meeting on the conventions and stuff. He just was always game for photos and chat and everything. And he's the Wombles. He's the voice of the Wombles. Uh, but yeah, and I mean, also for classic fans, you know the two 60s movies they did, like Doctor of the Daleks, do you remember? Mm. He is in the second of those movies as well. He was the companion, obviously playing a different character, but he's there. Goes around, comes around. Goes around, comes around. Ellie, do you know what I thought might be a little bit of fun? No. What did you think would be a little bit of fun? <laughs> I thought um, we could test our Doctor Who knowledge together. And do a little quiz. I found a little quiz about Doctor Who and I thought we could go through it together. And I don't know the answer, so we can do it together and just see how we do. Sounds good. I think you're going to win. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the same team, babe. We're on the same oh, team. No, it's not even about that. I've seen every episode between... 2005 know. and 2009. <laughs> no, longer than that, I'd say. Like all of 50, Matt Smith. Peter Capaldi, he left in 2017. So you'd have seen up to like 2017-ish. Yeah, I'd say 2015, 2016. Okay. But you know, that's a good chunk. Yeah, for sure. The problem is goldfish. That's going to be the real issue. So let's get this quiz up. So I have found this quiz on doctor.tv. It says, which of these doctors are you? Are you chipper? Are you moody? Are you carefree? Are you calm and calculated? Find out which doctor you resemble the most. I think we should each do this. All of the above. Hello. Hello. Let's go. So I think we should do this for you, Ellie, first, and then I'll go through and see who I am. Okay. So get started. How do you genuinely like to make an entrance? You with a big smile and a friendly wink, chatting away as friendly as possible, quietly I don't draw attention to myself, as loudly as possible, or by pointing out how rubbish everyone else in the room is. I am known at work for having a friendly wink. Ooh. Or not so friendly, maybe a bit flirty. Maybe a little bit flirty, but you know what? I'll choose that one. I do have a... It's almost become a tick, the winking. <laughs> just going up to people and just like, like hey. hey. <laughs> winking at them. Uh, question two how do you deal with your mistakes do you quickly move on they haunt you and define you you constantly question your actions you embrace them or you take the time to sit down and think them through i think they do haunt me and do, they do define me yeah. <laughs> and that's what we're gonna go for and if any of you feel haunted by your past mistakes feel free to join this in this is on doc like 2 tv should be, you should be doing it at the same time as me no because i what i'll do is i so the audience don't have to listen to it twice we'll do yours all through And then I'll quickly do mine and just reveal what mine was at the end. Okay, okay. Question three. How do you react when you're angry? You internalise it and rarely let your anger out. You belittle it as most things make you cross. You speak slowly and clearly and explain why you're angry. You shout loudly and make sure everyone can hear you're annoyed. Or you barely let it show. Your actions let other people know they've annoyed you. 
Um, barely let it show and just be passive aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> let it show. Let it show. Uh, how would you describe your dress sense? Like you've raided a charity shop as though you're a university professor, casual, smart, you'll barely see me out of a suit or rock and roll. What do you think? I would say you've raided a charity shop. Um, I don't think you're rock and roll. What? <laughs> no, I'm not really. I'm more slob and roll. <laughs> okay, yeah, charity shop. Charity shop, okay. Next. Uh, how would you describe yourself? Fantastic. Mad. The only sane one in the room. Brilliant. Or you don't know yet, I'll let you know. Um, Fantastic. No, brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Brilliant? Yeah. Oh, brilliant. It's very oh, David Tennant. No, oh, brilliant. No, you said it. It's locked in. Oh, What's your favourite food? Fish fingers and custard, chips, jelly babies, a custard cream or a banana? I feel like that is a really loaded question, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's one that's definitely... Uh... Well, hold on. Should we see? So fish fingers and custard, that's 11. Chips, uh, it's 10. Jelly babies is four. Custard cream would be 13. And a banana, nine. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say chips because that is my favourite food. Yeah. I think that's fair. We just, uh, we had Thai tonight. We had um, deep fried chips i mean they're all deep fried but they were like battered they were nice oh, they were delicious they were delicious which historical figure would you most like to meet agatha christie rosa parks charles dickens robin hood or richard nixon go for what you i want. was actually gonna choose richard nixon <laughs> <laughs> i want to be like you know what what's going through your mind what's going on <laughs> richard nixon it is then there you go i'd want to talk watergate i'd want to get serious with him i'd, I'd want to like get the lady richard out. i'm not here to fuck around <laughs> Dicky, <laughs> Dicky, darling. Uh, if you had to work in one of these, that's not a question. But okay, where would you rather work? A university, a school, a reality TV show, a distribution warehouse, or a toy shop? Is the reality TV show as cast and crew? Oh, or crew. Let's say or crew. Is it cast? You're working as crew. Uh, I'd rather work in a. Oh, I don't. I don't want to work in any of them. I don't want to work. University. University out of all of them. Okay. Where would you like to most go on holiday? 18th century Versailles, Victorian London. Time travelling holiday. (laughs) Britain in World War II, second century Scotland or Sheffield last week. (laughs) Um, 18th century Versailles is during La Révolution. Vive la Révolution. I think I would say uh, second century Scotland. Really? Why? don't know. Outlander. Outlander, there you go. <laughs> uh, how would you describe your room? Cave-like, madcap, everything's strewn all over the place, clean and ordered or grungy with something growing in the corner. Is that grungy as in like Nirvana or grungy as in... Dirt. Uh, probably madcap then. Okay, next. No, we are not going to sign up for the Doctor Who newsletter. I'm so sorry. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm going to skip okay, to see the results. Yeah. You're the ninth Doctor. Fantastic. That wasn't my catchphrase i chose (laughs) (laughs) you chose a different one brilliant but you know what but then you wanted to change to fantastic and you stuck with it and you still got him that is true that is true okay do you know what it's my favorite so i'm happy with it actually i do love that why is mine your favorite first one nothing like your first is there nothing quite like your first okay i'm gonna quickly pause the audio and go through and do this myself and i will see who i get back with you shortly okay so i've gone through the questions i'm about to see which doctor i am i'm gonna skip the doctor newsletter i'm also the ninth doctor jeez there you go both of our first like we said we didn't have 
many questions the same. I chose almost entirely different answers than you. I think it might be rigged. Every single one is Christopher Eccleston. Yeah. Could well be. Except uh, Custard and Fish Fingers and Custard, which was a loaded. <laughs> loaded with Fish Fingers and Custard. We knew what that was going to be. But yeah, you happy with your results? Yeah, I guess so. What's your favourite doctor? I think my favourite is definitely 10. I know it's a very like standard answer, but I definitely think it's 10. No, I think mine's nine, just because he was far scarier for me. Do you know what we were saying recently is that he walked the line really well between having real scary, serious moments and then also being just was so funny and cheesy and like laughable. Yeah, I loved that. Yeah. Whereas David Tennant, I loved him because I loved the romance between him and Rose and I loved the adventure. Like that was really my jam. Mm. No, I feel so as well. I love it. Well, Ellie, I think that's all we've got time for today. Oh. Have you, have you had fun? Have you had fun visiting Hulala? I've had such a lovely time at Hulala. <laughs> it's been lovely having you. It's been nice having a little guest. We have we've missed Alistair, as we do. Um but it's been nice having you with me. Thank you for coming. The last time I did one of these I was I was by myself on my lonesome. Oh, my days. Uh so thank you all for listening to this episode of the slightly different episode of Hulala. Um as always, you can join in the conversation on our Twitter and Instagram, both at Hulala Pod, or catch up with old episodes of the podcast, also on YouTube at Hulala Pod. So thank you for listening from both of us and I and Alistair will see you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.